Welcome to RDI's Biz Over Brews podcast, coming to you live with a panel of subject matter experts here to share their insights on today's trending topics in business. This episode is brought to you by RDI Corporation. RDI is an outsourcing partner for Contact Center, Consumer Insights, IT, and Digital Services. To learn more about RDI, head over to rdicorp.com and check us out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our Biz Over Brews podcast, where each episode is an MVP panel discussion. I'm Stacy Dye, VP of Consumer Insights with RDI, and your host for today's event. On this episode of Biz Over Brews, we bring you a Q&A with our speech analytics panelists, a director of customer experience, a senior director of insights and analytics, as well as a representative from CallMiner, industry leaders in the field. Get the inside scoop on their winning smart strategies for improving the customer experience through speech analytics. Today, we'll answer trending questions like, can speech analytics reduce costs for an organization? How quickly can you get actionable insights from speech analytics? Can speech analytics completely replace human QA? And much more. Um, I want to get straight to our awesome panelists that we have here today um, and just do introductions. So I am going to start with Brian um, from CallMiner, our sponsor today. Brian, would you like to give a brief introduction of your background? Sure. So hi, everyone. I am delighted and and quite honored to be part of this impressive panel uh, for today's discussion. Uh, I'm director of global events and field marketing for CallMiner and responsible for, as it sounds, events and field marketing, as well as digital experiences. So especially our webinar and podcast program. So uh, I get an opportunity to, uh, to showcase a lot of our customers like our uh, RDI and our other panelists today from uh, Real-Time Resolutions or RTR as they like to be referred to as. And uh, again, I'm delighted to be here and uh, really enthused about uh, participating in this panel. Thank you so much. And I've done lots of events with Brian and he is um, very knowledgeable and just a super fun person. So I'm super excited to have you on the panel. Oh, go on. No, really go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Andrea, would you like to give a brief introduction? Yeah, sure. Hi, guys. This is Andrea Yeagerman. I'm with Real-Time Resolutions, or RTR. Um, our company, it was, it was founded in 2000. We're a contact call center. We specialize in debt collections and just uh, BPO services, servicing loans, call, uh, typical call center customer service type of work. Oh, I'm upside down. You look right Am side I upside up. down? Oh. Yeah, you look right side up to me. Someone was playing a prank on me. That's a great icebreaker. It, it said Brian, but it wasn't this Brian, Andrea. I just want to be clear on that. Great icebreaker, guys. No. Um, oh. Well, this is just lovely. Well, that was prophetic, then, wasn't it? I guess so. So this is fun. But anyway, I've been at the company a little over 10 years. I started out as an agent on the phone, so I kind of have that, you know, actual user experience, end user experience, being on the phone, speaking to customers, interacting with them, understanding what's required of someone who's on the phones, what people are listening for in a call. Um, But now I'm the managing director of customer experience. So I basically oversee a lot of different areas at the company, but part of that is our speech analytics program weaved into our call monitoring QA process so that we can really dive into customer touch points and interactions on our calls and understand call drivers, overall customer experience, um, as well as driving, you know, are we offering the correct options to the customers? Are they receptive of them, et cetera? So we're using, we've been using speech analytics for around five years now. Awesome, thank you so much, Andrea. Um, And Crystal from RTR. And you're muted. Hello, I'm Crystal Garner, RTR. (laughs) Nice to meet everybody. Um, I work with Andrea at RTR. Um, I am the department manager for call quality and customer experience. 
Um, I've been over the department for the last five years. Um, I have been with RTR. This will be almost my 10th year. Um, and I also started as an analyst. So I um, know everything from the ground up as well. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here, ladies. We very much appreciate cool. it. Um, and last but not least, our very own Chris Albert, who is sitting under the Northern Lights today. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is how I work every day. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Chris Albert. I'm from uh, Sightline RDI's uh, Insights Division. Um, historically, I've been, um, I've overseen our primary marketing research for clients, uh, fielding surveys, and then analyzing that data to offer the clients insights into their business, into their customers. Um, and then when we decided to, to delve into speech analytics, we saw it as um, a really great insights tool to really, um, you know, dig into um, other things that customers are saying while they're on the phone. You know, we're handling, you know, the service or the sales calls for our clients. How can we take those transcripts, those recordings, um, and really uncover some insights that the client um, doesn't naturally know, you know, stuff that we're not typically looking for in a call. Um, and so that's when I was tasked to head up the, the speech team. Um, and over the last couple of years, we've uh, morphed into not only insights, but also the more traditional um, assisting QA and, and scoring, call, call, scoring calls on quality, um, but still providing that same level of, of insights to the client. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, so Brian, I am going to start with you. Um, and I think we have a lot of people here that might know a little bit about speech analytics. Um, and I think we might have some people here that don't really know anything about speech analytics. So I would like to start out with just having you give us an overview of what is speech analytics? Like, what is this that we're talking about here today? Sure. Yeah, be delighted to. By the way, before I start, I think it's important to note, I am drinking a, a, a local brew. I live in New Hampshire. And uh, this is uh, the 603 Brewery Company. 603 is the area code. New Hampshire is such a small state. We only have one area code. And uh, so this is a 603 Brewery. And I'm drinking what's referred to as the Winnie Amber Ale. I knew that that was a question that was on everybody's mind. So I just wanted to, right, Jen? I know Jen was, was eager to. Hey, I was wondering, so, Brian. Thank you. I love the local yeah. plug. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks, Stay So. Yeah, real quickly, what is speech analytics? Simply put, it's the ability to understand and truly comprehend what is said in the interactions that take place between a contact center and the customer or consumer on the other end of the phone, right? And by the way, interaction analytics today, which is really the broader term that tends to be used today, is not just limited to speech, but also the ability to ingest and analyze chat, text, email, surveys, so any kind of interaction that takes place. And the goal of this technology is it's, it's really the, the, the notion of taking big data, the millions and millions of words that are spoken in a contact center every day and synthesizing that down into meaningful, actionable insights. And those insights were when you know speech analytics first came into the market. And by the way, Callminer was literally the developer of this technology. We started in 2002. We were the first company that did a full transcript-based speech analytics engine. And initially, the goal was to automate quality assurance. And many of our customers, that was their starting gig with us. Was the if you've ever listened to, and we all have, this call is being recorded for quality purposes. Well, in, in a world where things are being uh, analyzed from a manual standpoint, the likelihood that your call is actually being listened to is about half of 1%. Because when you think about it, if you're doing thousands of calls a day, well, you can't listen and analyze a thousand calls or thousands of calls a day. So what we do is we automate the process of listening to, interpreting, and then helping to actionize the insights from those calls. So it's everything that takes place. What did the customer say about you, your products, your services, your processes? What did they think about your website? Did they like the color of the, the phone? Did they like where the buttons were? I mean, it's the opportunity to understand virtually everything that your customer is saying about you. So it is the true tool for voice of the customer insights. 
it's equally important. And I think today, especially in the challenges that we're all living through, we're all doing this as a virtual event because we can't get together physically, right? And, and I think we all know it's taking a strain on all of us. So analytics is not just being used for quality assurance and voice of the customer. It's also about voice of the employee. How are they doing? How are they responding? Are they being compliant? Are they adhering to the script or to the processes that an organization wishes to institute? So it really provides uh, this staggering amount of data that again, it has the ability to be synthesized. And, and folks like Chris, that's what he does. He takes all of those millions or billions of words that are spoken every day and is able to identify the relevant hot topics and, and how are customers talking about you and your products and how are your employees responding to those challenges. And even the vulnerability of both employees and customers in today's uh, challenging environment, let's just call it challenging keep it minimized. So that's really the essence of this technology. It's the ability to deliver those insights in a meaningful, significant, and very expedient fashion. So the calls that were taken today are being analyzed by the next morning and actionized, you know, possibly this very same day. Awesome. I think that's an excellent background and kind of level setting for our conversation today. Um, there are a lot of different, thi different things you can do with speech analytics. Um, and I know we as an organization have um, done a lot of different things. We kind of started with consumer insights because we have an insights company within our organization. Um, we've since moved on to QA and really dug in there. Um, I want to dig into QA a little bit um, here in our conversation. And Andrea, I'm going to throw this question over to you. Um, can speech analytics completely replace human QA? Um, I really think it's about the business's goal and what the business is set up to achieve. Um, no matter what, typically there's probably going to be some human element, but it really just depends on what you're trying to achieve. What um, Brian said a minute ago, the reason why we really love speech analytics is that it listens to all calls. Before, when we were only on a manual process, you know, we were listening to, like Brian said, around, you know, probably 1%, less than 1% of calls. Here, speech analytics, we're having it listen to all of our calls based on categories of like compliance, efficiency, things of that nature. And so um, on, a, on a score and category basis, we're using those to replace QA and just say this person, based on our scoring, you know, has like a 98%, 99% compliance score. And that, that takes away the human element of it. However, there might be somebody that's like, I know that I'm hitting this compliance point every time. So a person's going to have to look into that and say, okay, let's go and look into their calls and see, are they actually doing it? And um, I think another important thing to mention is like at RTR, for example, we have a do not call scrub, which is amazing. <laughs> we, uh, that's very important to us. If someone says, hey, cease calling me, I don't wanna hear from you anymore. Do not call this number anymore. Or this is simply a wrong number. I am not this person. Um, we need to make sure that we, we process that request. So what we'll do is every day we'll have a report from CallMiner and we'll make sure that the system is updated, that the, that the angel, agent handled that call right, uh, that they handled it correctly. So what that means is just, we'll go in and check, did they you know, check the box, do not call? <laughs> so that's a, an example of a human interaction that we need there but we would never be able to have those results if we didn't have call minor, if that makes sense, because That's we're otherwise we'd just be listening to random calls we selected. And if one happened to be a do not call type of call, then, then we go and check it out. But this way we can get all calls and listen to everything. Yeah. So it's, it's basically a blend really. Yeah. And I, I, I just spot on Stacey. You know, what I like to say is that, what speech analytics does is automate the mundane, right? So I ran a contact center um, and had to listen to calls manually before, and this is before speech analytics was out there. What speech analytics does is, is it empowers QA and the human elements that will continue to be uh, remain within. What 
what automating the speech analytics and doing all of that automatic scoring does is now when you're having that performance coaching discussion with that agent, you are doing targeted listening. So instead of having to listen to a bunch of manual calls, as Andrea said, you can now flag, you know, either the superlatives, but by the way, it shouldn't all just be about, you know, the things the agents are doing wrong. Let's, let's right. take speech analytics and use it to complement and recognize when employees are doing a great job and hitting all of the, those critical KPIs. So it empowers and enables a better form of human connection between the coach and the agent, whether it's a quality assurance person, a performance coach, that, that notion, and Judy just mentioned, positive reinforcement. Or, hey, I see that you know, you're doing really great on call openings, you're polite, you're empathetic, um, but your, you know, I, your, your call closing or summary scores are a little bit low. And so let's focus on what we could do to improve that. So again, speech analytics allows you to focus and really target the areas. So you're not talking about, you know, if somebody's doing a great job with politeness, why are we talking about politeness? You can compliment them on it, but go on to the things that are really important to, uh, to focus on. So it's really empowers targeted coaching. Yeah, and um, Chris, I know with an RDI, we have a lot of experience, especially over this past year, with using CallMiner um, to help automate some of our QA processes. Do you want to speak to that at all? Yeah, so I mean, well, you know, I I don't think uh, speech is going to replace human QA at all. Um, I mean, I, it, I think what it does is it shifts um, the focus of what QA does. So I, yeah. I almost equate it to, um, you know, sort of modern manufacturing where, um, robotics does a lot of the work, but you still need somebody to man the machines and make sure it's working properly. So, you know, where I see speech going is, is speech, is, as Brian said, kind of automates the mundane and you still need the QA, right. QA hand to, to analyze that data and then provide the coaching, kind of dig into things, make sure everything's working right. Um, what we've been able to do was uh, we've taken some very complicated scorecards that contain a lot of items that just can't be automated. Um, and we've done what we call speech and speech enhanced QA, where instead of automating the scoring, we put in uh, tokens where certain events happen. And what our QA specialists do then is <clears throat> they're able to click through those tokens and jump to those parts of the call um, and check, you know, that, hey, you know, person gave an objection here let's jump right to that section and listen for the rebuttal. And did they give the proper rebuttal and they can score appropriately there. Um, and what we found is, is our QA folks love this system. In fact, they've, you know, they said their quality of life improved. They've said that they can't imagine doing QA, you know, the old fashioned way because it becomes more, they become more of an investigator and less of a grader. And it's just a little bit more engaging for them to do that. Excellent. Um, Crystal, I'll throw this next question over to you. Um, if we're using um, CallMiner to monitor calls, how do agents really respond to that? Is there kind of this perception that Big Brother is watching them or is it well-received? Like how have your agents really responded to that? I don't think there's a notion of it being big brother. I think they have an understanding that, you know, this program is listening to their calls and it's something that's helping them out. Um, but yeah, I don't think we've had any negative feedback or anything from it. Okay. I think, I think it's a helpful tool for them. Excellent. Excellent. Chris, any feedback from you on that? I'm sorry. I was reviewing the chats. Can you repeat that? Oh, no, sorry. I was just <laughs> if I could jump in, Stacey, something that I've noticed, uh, my name is Carlos, I'm a speech yeah. analytics analyst, uh, and my experience with rolling out QA and automating QA and introducing speech analytics to a call center that has never had it before, where they're just used to traditional QAing, the first, the gut reaction is like, there's the big brother scare. As an agent, you're like, wait, 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 you're going to listen to every single word I say, so that means I have to be perfect in every single mistake you're going to jump on, and we need to kind of dial that back and say, uh, this is a, this is a positive for you because we're grading. It's not just all of your calls; it's all of everyone's calls. And now we understand that there's a, a element of human error that everyone's going to make mistakes. And so now we can coach 
put our limited coaching and training resources on those areas where it's, uh, there's more mistakes. So as long as you're, you know, as good as your neighbor, you're, you're going to kind of blend it, uh, uh, in the pack. And we're really looking at whoever's making, you know, nine out of 10 type of mistakes. So once they see that they'll actually be graded more fairly and not be more scrutinized. Um, so. Yeah, I think that's a great par par point, Carlos. I think um, what, whenever RTR was rolling out speech analytics, like a, it, it's just the same point, but basically, you know, traditional QA methods is just, you know, five calls per agent per month, 10 calls per agent per month. So really it's just the luck of the draw because everyone does make mistakes and somebody could have a bad month maybe because they've made hundreds and hundreds of calls every month, but maybe we just happen to pick two that weren't as successful, but typically they're very successful. So when you explain it to them, like, Hey, it's going to be looked at holistically. So as Carlos said, if you're generally doing a great job, it's a more accurate reflection. That's oh, the, that's the fact that we're le leveraging a, a systematic method to, of QA, it removes a lot of the bias uh, from both from the side of the agent and from the side of the, the like QA supervisor. So uh, an agent might get off the phone after a, a bad day where they had, you know, five angry customers and they're like, man, all my calls were angry. Like, you know, it's all, it must be everyone's upset, but using speech analytics, we can identify, okay, like it may feel like everyone's mad or everyone is complaining about this one issue, but looking at the data, we see it's much less than that. On the trainer side, you know, a, a, a call miner or a speech analytics system is not gonna like be, you know, be out to get an agent, but you know, a, a supervisor might just not have a good relationship or might have a, a preconceived notion of an agent uh, and they're already set up to, to, to fail before they're even grading the calls. So a uh, speech analytics system is not, is not gonna pick on anybody. Uh, so it kind of removes a lot of that. It, it lets you make decisions based on, on st statistics and data and not so much on, on gut instinct. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Carlos, for jumping in. Um, Carlos is um, a fantastic speech analyst on our team um, and an honorary member of our panel. So um, we very much appreciate you. Um, okay, so I wanna, switch um, topics here a little bit and talk a little bit about um, customer insights, um, something that's very near and dear to our hearts because we have kind of a consumer insights um, function within our organization. Um, Andrea, curious to hear from you, can you give us an example of how speech analytics has uncovered customer insights for your organization um, and your clients' organizations ultimately? Sure, one second. There you are. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Just got a notification on my phone. But anyway, yeah, so um, this might be pretty obvious to say, but I, I think it's very much worth mentioning in that, uh, you know, COVID-19, that was huge last year. And I was so thankful that we had speech analytics as a tool to immediately search for pandemic related discussions and see how our customers were being impacted in real time. And then quickly listening to all those calls that we were getting and within a few days, having a call guide out to our agents saying like, these are the common scenarios people are, you know, and we know what they are. We're not guessing what they are. These are the common scenarios. This is how to treat the customer. This is how to flag the account. This is what to do. So um, it speech analytics really empowers you as a company to be able to pivot with whatever's happening. Um, COVID is a good example, but even like, you know, we're a very client facing organization. So we may have a client that's like, oh, this thing, uh, we wanna do this thing with these accounts right? And if this happens, give them this phone number. So we give out the training to our agents, but then we want to say like, hey, if this thing happens, are they giving out this phone number? And so we can immediately use analytics to just figure out who's doing it correctly. Did the training make sense? Did it work? Who's not following it? Who is? That makes a lot of sense. Um, Chris, I want to let you weigh in on this too. I mean, Chris, you have a 20 plus your background, I don't want to, you know, out you with your age there and everything, yeah. but you have a 20 plus year background here in consumer insights. Um, can you tell us some examples of insights you've uncovered for RDI's clients? 
Yeah, well, uh, thank you for calling out my age. Uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of, um, you know, our, our initial use of speech analytics was to uncover insights. And so, um, you know, this is kind of what I get excited about, like finding out stuff that the client just doesn't already know. Um, and, and, and a really good example, um, probably one of my favorite ones is we do um, some inbound work for a client that does, uh, it's in the entertainment industry. So clients call us or customers call us, they ask some questions and then book, book an appointment with, with this client. And so we wanted to do just an insights campaign. So we wanted to ingest their calls and just analyze it, find out just some, some cool stuff. Um, and one of the ones that we found or we stumbled on pretty quickly was, um, you know, we were getting a lot, a lot of questions from customers and almost every single one of them was already in the company's FAQ section on their website. And so as we're looking at this, you know, we're thinking to ourselves, you know, why are these people asking these questions? These, these answers are probably easy to find. We quickly go to their website. And lo and behold, it took us 10 minutes to find the FAQ, <laughs> FAQ section. So here's an example where he went back to the client and said, hey, you know, most of your questions that, that customers are asking can be found on the website if they look hard enough. You need to make that more prevalent on the website. You know, sure enough, they make the change and, and, you know, you can guess what happens. You know, we get asked a lot less questions and it's just a more efficient uh, call flow for our agents. And, you know, we refer to that as kind of um, the opportunity, again, to use analytics to, to prompt, again, those insights into action. You can actually reduce that call volume coming into your contact center, right? So if you're making that, we refer to that as call deflection. Um, I, I'll tell you another quick example of that, Chris, on a very similar note. We had another customer that um, had changed their um, portal, their customer portal information. And suddenly they were, because they had speech analytics, they saw that a common topic that was being asked, which um, uh, the speech analytics can do, it can actually highlight what are the most frequently said words that day or that week or that hour. And organizations like RTR and, and RDI use those insights to identify hot topics, right? Well, for this one customer, they were getting flooded with password request support. And um, so suddenly they realized two things. Uh-oh, I think our system re, you know, defaulted everybody to, to prompt for a new password. And to point, Chris's point, what they immediately did was put a flash pop onto their website. So as soon as you went on there, it, it took you to a prompt that says, if you're having a password question, go here. And it led them all through the thing. They also added a new option on their IVR. If you're calling about a password reset issue, press one. And suddenly they saw in the course of three days, the volume specific to password reset went from, you know, uh, 900 calls a day down to 30. Because it, those 30, the people like me that even with instructions couldn't figure out how to do your password reset. But that's another story <laughs> for another time. Piggyback off of that, like process improvement is uh, I used to work for a call center that did mainly outbound calls, um, trying to uh, find the right customers and talk to them about their account. But we also took some inbound calls and inbound calls were, were like diamonds because they were calling us to, you know, we're out there trying to call them, trying to get a hold of them. So when they call us, we want to, you know, in, uh, service that customer. So our agents were reporting that they were getting inbound calls from, like a, from a spam telemarketer, like a pre-recorded message. And our dialer team was have, was playing like whack-a-mole trying to find out like how to how to block these numbers from these telemarketers from holding up our inbound lines. And using speech analytics, we're able to find where those calls are by listening because they're, they're pre-recorded, so they're very easy to find. And then easily produce a, a daily report of like, hey, from yesterday, these calls came in using this language that we built. Here's the numbers they came in from. So we automatically added them to our our uh, you know to prevent them uh, from from the dialer end. So there's a bunch of different strategies you can you can. Uh, can use to uh, to improve the process and to just make sure your agents are are touching the right customers. You know, for customers of RDI, the knowledge that your organization RDI supporting your 
business objectives is constantly looking at what your customers are saying. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one of the things I'm very proud of with RDI is the notion of providing that guidance and feedback back to their, their customers. Because, you know, by educating you as a customer, you now have better insights about what tweaks you may need to make. It could be product related. It could be process related. Um, it, it could be, you know, it could be any number of things. And a, a, a well-defined speech analytics program with an excellent speech analytics team like RTR and RDI have is, makes all the difference in the world. So um, many people can claim that they have speech analytics, um, but the analogy I use, see that guitar sitting over there? How well I play that guitar versus Lenny Kravitz is, is worlds apart, right? So it's not just having the technology in place, but having the, the really talented, I'll call them speech analyst artists who can really take that information and those insights and turn it into valuable, valuable tools to help both themselves from a self-performance improvement standpoint, as well as their customers in terms of feedback and guidance to make you know, the optimal business objectives. Completely agree with that. And I would say, um, having a research and insights background has been critical for us. I think the way that we look at data is a lot different than maybe a lot of the way that other companies look at data. Um, I think um, Chris has a research background. Josh comes to us with a contact center background. So you kind of pull those together and that's a very good combination. Um, and then Carlos has a very just research analytical mind um, and had come to us with a lot of call miner experience. So um, we just have a fantastic team of people. Team. Super happy with them. Can't say enough about them. So anyway, um, Crystal, I will throw this next question over to you. We've talked about QA. Um, we've talked about customer insights, all things that can help us improve the customer experience um, overall or specific examples, how would you say that speech analytics have, has helped RTI, RTR improve their customer experience? I want to say RTI because it sounds like RDI. So. <laughs> I apologize. No problem. I got it for like, for us, I think the biggest thing is that we're able to quickly provide coaching to our agents when there's an issue or even if they're doing well on something. So it's just a quick way to provide that insight um, other examples I can think of, if there's complaints, um, we're able to quickly look into those and, you know, get to the root of the issue um, by using um, our speech analytics and then provide that coaching to the agent and the managers. Um, if there's problem calls, we're able to quickly get to those and just, you know, everything that ties into that customer experience, we're able to deep dive into it a lot more and a lot quicker than if we were just trying to cherry pick calls or just wait for a complaint to come in or anything like that. So. Um, speech analytics helps us uh, to quickly assess um, anything that's going on um, or even things like to see why customers are calling in, uh, what kind of questions they have, um, if there's issues, things like that. So. Right. Uh, I think to piggyback on that, if, if we do receive a customer complaint about a particular issue and um, maybe just as an example, it could be an issue that's... Um, maybe not human cause. Like I think a good example is like the website, maybe something, a link isn't working or something. And maybe we go to the website and the link is working, right? <laughs> so we're like, okay, we can use speech analytics to see are other people complaining about this? Is it just one mm -hmm. user's error or is it, is it a bigger error? And we're just not like under, do we still need to look into it? Do we still need to research it? Absolutely. Um, all right, I am going to change our path just here just a little bit. Um, and Chris, I'm gonna throw this one out to you. Um, so are we using speech analytics to improve sales effectiveness? And can you tell me how? Yeah, um, we're actually working on a um, project now to do just that. So um, working on um, identifying top objections and whether or not uh, our agents are providing the right the right rebuttal, um, you know. So it's a combination of are we saying the right things after um, after after a customer tells us, you know, hey, I don't I don't want this. 
And so it's working through that process of, of um, you know, being able to count these things and then coach, coach the agents to be able to um, know which rebuttals are best for which objections. Um, and then we also use that data to, you know, map out, you know, who's, who's some of our top agents. You know, we know, we know Joe Smith is, is, is killing it on the sales. What's he doing? What rebuttals is he using? What objections is he seeing and how is he overcoming those? And we're using speech to um, coach our other agents up to say Joe's level. Um, and that improves our sales effectiveness. That's a great example, using speech analytics to identify best practices and then being able to socialize that, not only socialize it, but one of the very cool things about using speech analytics from a coaching perspective is, let's say you've identified a challenge for an individual or a group of individuals, you have that coaching session with them, the opportunity to measure, literally, Carlos, you and I have talked about this in the past, right? The ability the next day to measure how effective that coaching was. Like when all of a sudden you see a KPI score on, uh, I'll use call closing again as an example of that, right? Did we satisfy all of your, did I answer all of your questions today? Um, what, you know, let's confirm our next steps here in terms of this process, all of those types of things to see the coaching then materialize into an improved score. And then the opportunity to then, again, give that positive reinforcement. I think Judy said that before, right? The whole notion of positive reinforcement. Hey, Jen, that you did a great job on that. Your score went up 12 points. Congratulations. Keep it up. So that's a great example of how you can take that, that information uh, and from a coaching perspective, use it, and then analyze it consistently right after. And Andrea, I know you mentioned um, you guys using um, call miner for, to help improve coaching of agents on the floor. Can you speak specifically to that? Any examples of how it's helped to improve your coaching? Um, sure. So I think that just call miner in and of itself, like Crystal touched in on earlier, you know, we have built that relationship with call miner and our agents. And I think they see it as a useful tool because it really helps pinpoint and visualize the area in the call where something may have went awry. It also helps us stay on top of those patterns or actions that could have led to, that can lead to something that needs to be improved. So we can stay on top of it. And like Crystal was saying, really it's a lot of it's just about the immediacy, right? Like we can just quickly identify a call and okay, this agent was struggling here. Um, they're getting better, they're getting better, they're getting better and provide that consistent, timely feedback to them. Whereas before, and I keep going back to this, but it's important, we wouldn't have that information because we would just be cherry picking and guessing on calls. So now we can really just categorize these calls and, and see a good progression or identify, hey, they're not understanding it. Do we need to send them like back to training? Like what is the next step to, to have them understand this? Um, and then also on the flip side to congratulate them when they're doing better. Mm -hmm. And I think they really appreciate that too. To piggyback off of that, we mentioned, you know, are agents like receptive to speech analytics when you're first rolling it out? One of the pluses is that, you know, if you're only doing random sampling and let's say you work with a company where an agent's performance like affects like an, a commission or something, how well they do on their calls affects how much money they take home. Sometimes it's not till the end of the month where they have that, that, you know, monthly review where they say, hey, you didn't make commission this month. Well, with something like speech analytics, an agent can log in every single day and see how they're doing and self-coach and self-monitor. So not only are you providing valuable insights to coaching and training to, to, to you know, go uh, train the agents, you're letting the agents self-serve in a sense as well. And so those agents that want to go the extra mile and make sure they're hitting their, their, their KPIs daily are able to do so. Yeah, I'll give you a good example. And, and, it, and it's one that certainly customers like RDI and RTR use is, let's say you have an agent that's doing pretty good consistently on, let's say it's sales. So it might be promoting things and they're hitting their numbers prior to speech analytics. If somebody was hitting their numbers, you might've said, Hey, they're right, they're right where they need to be. But in through speech analytics, let's say that there were three options, right? There was the platinum gold and silver packages. 
And it, the agents found that, you know what, it's easier just to offer the silver package. People go for it. Um, and, um, and it's helping me hit my number. But by analyzing their performance through speech analytics and seeing that they're not off, you know, they're, if they're good at sales, then listen, why don't we coach you on how to start with the platinum package and then work down to, so you're doing your offers in the right, in the right order, right? So you start with the platinum because that's going to be the best deal. And, and it's obviously going to be the optimal deal for RDI's client and for RDI as well, right? So um, the ability to actually see how people are, you know, that triple play kind of strategy, right? Um, and so they could be doing great and meeting their numbers, but through analysis, you can find when is the right time to do it. Or, or, and perhaps there may be situations, quite frankly, where the customer's calling in about something else and you're promoting when you should be servicing instead, right? So this isn't just about achieving sales. There are times that you got to save versus sell, right? Where the customer is calling about something. And if the agent is just strictly focused on, you know, the customer calls in and says, my thing's not working. Hey, well, thanks very much. You know, we have a silver package, right? That's, that's going to have the opposite effect. You're going to lose the customer in its entirety rather than upselling them. So speech analytics, again, gives you that opportunity to really truly understand the flavor and the nature of the call when it's time to promote versus service. And those are just, you know, some classic examples. Definitely. So we've talked um, quite a bit about sales. And one of the ways, you know, especially on inbound calls that we measure our agents is obviously MPS. Um, Chris, can you speak to, and I know we've done a ton of work on this lately. Can you speak to how we're using NPS and customer satisfaction measures um, combined with speech analytics to really create a competitive advantage um, for our clients? Absolutely. Um, yeah, we just uh, actually completed um, an NPS analysis um, right before right before the holidays uh, for a client who has a major push to NPS. Or NPS is already, in my opinion, really good. Um, but they, you know, good isn't you know usually good enough. You always want to be better, which is understandable. Um, so how do we use speech to to improve on that number? Right. So. So we did an analysis and we're already scoring calls um, on the QA score sheet. Um, we've identified some top call drivers. We've identified what products people are calling about and just linking all that together. What, um, you know, what do agents need to say to, to nudge NPS up? What, what aren't they saying that nudges it down? Um, are there specific issues that agents struggle with that, that, hurt NPS? Are there, are there other um, issues that NPS, that we do better on um, where NPS raises? And so we put all that together in a report and we're able to influence our coaching. So now we're coaching to um, an NPS standard, you know, among all the other quality stuff. You know, if an, if an agent is, you know, hurting or deficient on, you know, say three or four quality scores, but two of them are drivers of NPS. That's what we focus on, you know, because you can only change one or two things at a time. So let's 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 get this agent thinking about these one or two things that are um, important and drive NPS. And we've been driving NPS up. You know, we did the analysis in December, and already January we're seeing some some gains already with some of our customers. So it's it's been pretty helpful. Excellent. Um, D Green, and I appreciate you, D Green, because I've seen you on our Biz Over Brews before. So thank you for being a return visitor. Um, so this is a good question. We've talked a lot about kind of getting down to the agent level and giving feedback there. Um, but the question is, are you doing anything about under understanding the experience overall, um, understanding what customers are wanting, um, what they're emotional about. Do you do any kind of analytics on how a brand might be doing um, via customer conversations, really at the brand level, kind of at the, the global level? Um, Crystal, Andrea, Chris, um, I'll let any of you jump in there. Ours, Sorry, I think somebody... Oh, no, <laughs> I was going to say ours is a little bit challenging because remember one of our main um, lines of business is debt collection. So <laughs> satisfaction can be 
um, a little bit difficult sometimes because it, you know, your debt collector isn't always like the person that you want to hear from. <laughs> but so our level of satisfaction, right? Our level of our satisfaction meter is a little bit different um, for our servicing and just regular customer service lines of business. Then that's of course um, a focus that we have. And Callminer has great built-in tools just out of the box to measure for satisfaction that we can rely on for those areas. And then the collection side, we, we, can, we tend to look at it in a different way and we can use call minor to drill down more for our specific business needs. And I, just to kind of, you know, talk on that a little bit, um, you know, we've got some great tools to measure sentiment across the call and that's all well and good. I mean, a lot of our calls are inbound. A lot of them are support style calls. Um, so some of the sentiment is not the best in the beginning of the call. And so what we really strive to do is let's measure sentiment at the beginning and how has it improved at the end? And that's, that's what we consider a successful call. If, if, if a customer comes in, you know, on fire, you know, my, my widget doesn't work, but by the end they're happy, you know, thank you so much, you fixed my issue. Um, we know we've, we've won. We, we know we've won with that customer. And so, you know, we kind of started off early on looking at the call as a whole, and that's a, that's a decent measure, but I almost feel like what's a more important measurement is how did that sentiment change over the course of the call? Yeah, no, that's right. Outcome versus, right, the initial, the initial call itself. In fact, you know, uh, one thing that I forgot to mention when I was talking about what speech analytics does you know, uh, the technology that both RTR and RDI are using, the Callminer Speech Analytics, allows these two companies and, and all of our users to analyze what was said, when it was said, how it was said, including the acoustics of the call, right? The emotion, the level of agitation, who said it? So the ability to distinguish between the speaking parties and also over what channel or channels it was said. And in fact, I think it was Judy that said she wished she could figure out how to put the emoji uh, uh, icon in there. The reality is interaction analytics today in our, in our text-based analytics, we also do emoji analysis now. So, you know, because there are many people that, let's face it, how many times do you communicate to somebody on a text and it's four words and 12 emojis, right? <laughs> so the ability to actually analyze that um, and, and, and also to make sure, by the way, one of the things that is hard in speech analytics is to detect sarcasm, right? Mm -hmm. Sarcasm is really in the eye of the beholder. And what we're finding with emoji analysis is what somebody says versus the emojis they express, it could be an indication of sarcasm, right? Like, Oh, I'm so glad that happened. And then the uh, the eyes popping out of the head uh, emoji would really would indicate that maybe they're not as happy as one would be led to believe by simply the text analysis. So um, yeah, so there's a there's a lot going on in terms of emotion analysis. That's really one of the big new frontiers for us, and one that uh, as as Andrea and, and Chris indicated, our technology is designed to to help analyze that sentiment analysis, if you will. So, so Brian, are you going to uh, add in the functionality to analyze GIFs and memes as well? <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh, you, funny you say that, Chris. Uh, of course, as soon as our product team rolled out emojis, that was the next question they asked. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, it's harder to analyze GIFs because it's a video. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're not at video analysis yet, but... Um, but yeah, the, the, it's funny you said that because it, uh, one of our smart ass sales reps, that was the first thing that came out of their mouth. Great. When are you going to do gifts? And the product manager who was all excited about rolling out emoji analysis, it was kind of like you shot him in the kneecap. So thanks, Chris. Thanks for that. All right. I want to squeeze in one more question um, before we get to the gift card drawing. And I think this is somebody that everybody, something that everybody wonders about. Um, a lot of us, we want to do speech analytics. We want to get into insights, but let's be honest. Um, a lot of us, we want to save costs for our organizations. Um, so Chris, I'd like to ask you, um, how has speech channel 
analytics um, reduce costs for our clients' organizations? Um, what have we seen there when it comes to the ability of speech analytics to reduce sure. costs and provide ROI? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll answer that with, with an example. So, um, well, I guess it was uh, May, or, May or June of uh, 2020, um, we, we decided to, okay, we are, we're already doing insights for a client. That's great. Um, you know, let's, let's try to automate some QA. And so, um, you know, Carlos and, and, and Josh helped with, with uh, semi-automating a QA scorecard for one of our clients. There's two lines of business. There was um, activation of a phone and then there was uh, uh, client services or customer service. So people either call an activator phone or because they have some issue with their phone. Um, and between those two scorecards, which are completely different, let's say we put a month, maybe two months worth of work into, into the endeavor. Um, we were able to save QA efficiency by 30 to 50%. Um, so we were able to reallocate one of our QA specialists to another campaign um, and, and really at the end of the day, save, save ourselves money. So, I mean, within, within a month, we were saving the account um, money. It paid for itself within, within a month. That's amazing. Um, well, I, for one, could talk about this topic all day, but I know other people probably have things to do. Um, and you have talked about it all day, Stacey. I've been there when you did that. So I, I have talked about it all day, yes, exactly. And I love to do that. But I, I'm sure other people have things to do, especially given that it's nearing 5 o'clock on the East Coast. So. For your chance to get in on Biz Over Brews Live, click on over to rdicorp.com to see upcoming dates for our monthly events can't make it or want to take a listen to a previous podcast episode, you can find recorded podcasts ready and waiting for you on rdicorp.com. And if you'd like to be one of our guest panelists, you guessed it, rdicorp.com. We'd love to connect with you through our website today. Thank you.